Welcome into another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Anna Van Handel. In this episode, we will be breaking down the, or talking about the Packers game in London, Sunday, 8.30 Central Time, our time here, uh, wherever you be, may be in the world listening to this podcast. It may be different for you, but it'll be early football in London. First experience for both of these teams. I heard from a coworker of mine that the Packers have played in London years ago in preseason, or they played overseas years ago. This was like way back. Um, so technically, it's you know it's their you know overall in history. It might be their second time, but it's their it's really their first time. If you really think about it, it's it's their first time playing for something um, in London. So that may or may not be true. I'd have to fact check that. If any of you listeners want to fact check that, you can. Um, But yeah, that's kind of a big storyline going into this one. Another big storyline is that this is the first game where teams are playing in London where both teams have a winning record. Packers 3-1, Giants 3-1. Giants have been beaten lesser competition up until this point um, to be 3-1, but you got to give them credit. They've played the teams on their schedule. They've taken care of business. They've really done a nice job for Brian Dable and his... um, you know, in his first year as head coach for, for them. He used to be the OC for the Bills. Now he's got the head coaching job for the Giants, and you can really see kind of a, a new look to the Giants. They have a lot of the same players, but it's kind of a new philosophy. Um, I think that, no offense to Daniel Jones, but I think that maybe if he doesn't show it this year, maybe they might go searching for a quarterback. you got to remember they're a big market team, so they probably do have a lot of money to spend. And I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is out the door because uh, obviously there's a lot to, left in the season and they're not just going to bail on him quickly like that. But it's also a big market and these fans might grow impatient with it and the ownership and team might grow impatient if it keeps continuing where they don't have you know a, a prolific offense. But, but look, you got to take into consideration in Daniel Jones' defense they haven't had a whole lot of talent. I mean, outside of Saquon Barkley, who's an all-world talent when he's on the field and healthy. Um, other than that, receiving-wise, they haven't really had a whole lot of consistent talent. So it's not – it may be a case of he hasn't had a, a whole lot around him. But, um, look, you, you got to prove yourself. And um, he's had a few years to do that. So hopefully, for his sake, he can turn it around and start to play some really good football for, for the Giants. Um, Packers fans don't want to see that until the Packers are done playing them. Um, rest of the season, they, he can do whatever he wants, um, production wise. Packers coming to this game three and one. They just beat the Patriots uh, at home. Uh, Mark and I were at it the game. Big, you know, packed packed out house in, in Lambeau. Uh, my brother's fiance were there. A few of our friends were there as well. We had a fun time watching the game. Um, it, it was a great atmosphere. We even ran into just a few Patriots fans who are super nice people. And that was a fun time talking to them and, and getting to know them. So, um, you know, re, re, you know, a, a big matchup that the Packers were able to win in overtime, 27 to 24. Uh, Mason Crosby walk off field goal. It took all 10 minutes in overtime to get the job done. Uh, there was an instance in overtime where, I, as well as some other people, Mark included, who's on the podcast for another episode, um, kind of thought, this doesn't look good because the Patriots were just before midfield and they just needed 
you know, 20, 25 yards ish to get, get into field goal range for Nick Folk, maybe 30 tops yards. Um, Cause after the first team possesses an overtime, the opposing team gets it. Then it, then you can win on a field goal in regular season. I know they've changed it for playoffs, given the fact that they had the whole bills chiefs um, game last year where Mahomes won it overtime and Josh Allen didn't even get to s- sniff having a possession in that one. Um, so that was kind of why, why they changed it, which I think for playoffs is a great idea um, because you could have an instance like that where both teams are really, really good and, and you simply just don't want the game to end on, on one possession. I know the argument is, oh, the defense shouldn't give up a touchdown, but Come on, it's if you have two prolific offenses out there, like you're gonna want to see that play out. So, um, especially if it's a winner go home scenario. Um, so that's kind of um, where that's at. Yeah, but we were kind of a little bit worried, but the Packers defense did a good job of of making things tough on Bailey Zappi after having some series where Bailey Zappi, their backup backup quarterback, was throwing it all over the, uh, a little bit. And for a couple possessions, you could say he was throwing it all over the yard because there was some open receiver, Patriots receivers, and they were making some good plays. So for a few plays and a few possessions, you could say that. I'd say not the whole game, obviously, because they had Hoyer start because Mac Jones was out. Hoyer, unfortunately, had a concussion. Bailey Zappi, the backup backup quarterback, had to come in. I think Bill Belichick had a great game plan. I told Mark in the stadium Bill Belichick isn't stupid. He knows that he has, with all due respect to Bailey's happy, but he is a backup backup, backup, backup quarterback. And he's going to want to run the ball. He's going to want to drain the clock. He's going to want to make things easy on Bailey's happy, as easy as they can be in, in an NFL game in Lambeau. And he's going to want to drain that clock, which is a great segue into this game against the Giants. The Giants are going to want to drain the clock with Saquon Barkley. They're going to want to get to him in screens. They're going to want to get to him in the run game. They're going to want to do everything they can to get it to him in space so that way he can run. And if you watch the Packers' first half of the game, their run defense was getting run on. So I think if you're Joe Barry, you need to shore that up coming into this game against the Giants because that's all they're going to do. I know that Daniel Jones is up and down with the injuries. He's been um, a little nicked up um, throughout the season, I think, this week he's been up and down in the injury report for practice time, but I think he's going to play. Um, obviously, we'll have to see. We'll have to wait until Sunday. Um, if he doesn't, Tyrod Taylor will get will get the call. Who's a near? Who is an experienced starter and backup? He's been a starter and backup in the past, so he kind of knows his way. He's been in the league for a long time, so if he gets the call, he'll be just like Brian Hoyer you know, last week. Although it was only for like one or two series. Um, he, he, he knows his way around, and there's a reason why he's been in the league for so long. Because, put it this way, if he wasn't good, then teams would be like, oh, well, you're not on our team. There's a reason why teams have kept him around and, and continued to have him on their team. So, I would expect the Packers, two big keys in this one. Wink Martindale, the former Ravens defensive coordinator, what's he going to want to do against Rodgers? Wink Martindale loves to blitz. And Rodgers, conversely, loves to beat the blitz. So Rodgers is as good as he is overall in his career, um, you know, in all facets, but especially against the blitz. He th- 
thrives against the blitz. So I would assume Don Wink Martindale knows that going in and he's going to want to maybe blitz, blitz, blitz. Maybe he'll just be like, all right, that's my best strong suit. I'm going to blitz you and we'll see how, you, how it goes. But maybe he's going to want to lighten that up, play a little bit more coverage, be a little bit more smart um, as far as not, not blitzing so much, not gambling so much. So we'll have to see his game plan. And then another aspect to this one is how's, how are the Packers, like I mentioned, against the run game? How are they going to do against the run game? Because if, if Packers need to get up early, just like the Giants need to get up early, any team in an NFL game needs to get up early. Any team in any football game needs to get up early because you want to win. But Packers need to get up early so that the way they can have the Giants throw. If the Giants get up early, they're going to want to run it. They're going to want to drain the clock. They're going to want to keep Rodgers on the sideline, which is why Bill Belichick was smart throughout the most portions of the Patriots game. They were running it. They were running it. They were they were draining the clock. So that's, I would assume, Don Wink Martindale and Brian Dable are going to know that coming in. And Don Wink Martindale against the Packers is going to want to blitz, make life tough on Rodgers, maybe force a few punts, give the ball back to Dable's offense, run the ball. So... We'll have to see in the Patriots game, Watson and Dobbs had some nice plays. Watson had the nice jet sweep, which went for a touchdown. And then Dobbs had some nice plays. And Lazard played a nice game. Aaron Jones ran the ball well. A.J. Dillon ran the ball well. The first half wasn't pretty, but they adjusted in the second half enough to win the game. And they're 3-1. and one. So I would say another aspect before I let Mark in on the conversation in this one is – this is a new experience for all these players. This this is their first time to London, um, and we'll have to see. It's a neutral site. You're not playing in Lambeau. You're not playing in New York. It's a it's a it's a neutral site. So, how is that going to factor in? If if at all, it might not. You know, the players will say to you, "Oh, it's a, it's a football game. We play in a football field. But it, it, we'll make it work." But you're changing time zones, you're changing schedules, you're changing your routine, you're changing when you leave for London. Do you want to leave early for London and tour? Do you want to leave late? Packers chose to leave late. I don't know what the Giants did. I I would have to look, but it's all about that 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 schedule and that format because there are times in the past where teams just just the just the game time, you know, if if it's a noon game. Teams, teams don't. Teams, you know, it depends on who you are. Like, it, you don't wake up. You're not, you're not ready for it. So this is going to be even earlier, eight thirty, our time, here in Wisconsin. So, um, so it, it's going to be kind of, you know, we'll see if it factors in at all. But um, that's among all these storylines going in. That's maybe a lesser storyline because it probably won't because it's probably just a football game, but. It, it might factor in. We'll see. So, Mark, what are your what's your take? I agree, Adam. Yes, it will be interesting to see uh, how both teams handle the, the trip abroad because they have mostly most of these guys have not uh, have not been overseas for a football game. So, we'll see. And I think it should be pretty even. I mean, both teams as far as the crowds go. Oh, I think. There'll probably be a lot of just random NFL fans that never get to see a game that'll go. And I think there'll be a lot of Packer fans and a lot of Giants fans. They're two of the bigger brands, if you will, of the NFL as far as uh, largest fan bases. So I think both teams will be well represented. 
And uh, yeah, just um, kind of talking about the Packers on offense. Um, just starting out, I hopefully they like we were talking about Adam uh, against the Patriots. They did have some turnovers. They had a fumble right away with Romeo Dobbs on the first drive, where it looked like they were marching in for a score, and then they had the interception by Rodgers going into half. So. That has definitely taken some points off the board for him the last couple of weeks. Not just uh, against Patriots, but also against the Buccaneers when they fumbled at the goal line. Um, also against the Bears the week before. So I think that's something that can keep the, the Giants in this game. I think the Packers are the better team on both sides of the ball, but they're turning the ball over, and it, all bets are off. So that's going to be important. And just talking a little bit about the Giants on defense, I do have a pretty good front seven. Uh, Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams are two of their best defensive linemen. They are um, pretty high up there as far as ranks for NFL NFL defensive linemen against the run. So that's going to be important for them to get a push on those guys and give Aaron Jones and Asia Jones some room to run in between the tackles and then on the outside. And uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is a rookie linebacker for them. He was a top five pick. And um, be looking for him to go against either David Bakhtiari or Alton Jenkins. So hopefully they can stay out of third and long, stay ahead of the six. And uh, also the Giants are really good in red zone defense. So Packers have been okay as far as offense um, in the red zone, but you know, if that's the one thing that, again, they keep the Giants in the game. If they're forcing the Packers towards field goals versus touchdowns, then they definitely have a shot. And like you're saying, Adam, you know, Don Wake Martindale likes to blitz. He, um, against, he was a defensive coordinator against the Packers last year when he was on uh, Wink. Martindale was, was coaching the Ravens. The Packers had pretty good success. And um, he'll do whatever it takes to, you know, take out the best player. I think he had some plays where he, like, double-teamed and triple-teamed Devonta Adams. So we'll see what he pulls out of the rabbit hat this time for that. But, yeah, I do think the Packers have a good chance to put some points on offense this week against the Giants. Uh, but what do you think, Big A, as far as the defensive side of the ball going up against? We think it's going to be Daniel Jones. We're not sure. It's trending that way. But what do you think about Packers on defense? Yeah, so Packers on defense, they're going to want to probably, you know, obviously that it's a it's a no, no doubter. Like you're going to want to make Daniel Jones beat you. So you're going to want to stack up against the run. You're going to want to make – Things hard on Barkley. You're going to want to load the box. With that being said, Brian Dable kind of knows that going in, and he's had, you know, his, in his past, he's had Josh Allen as his quarterback, and Josh Allen is nowhere near the quarterback that Daniel Jones is because Josh Allen is a superstar, but um, one of the best quarterbacks in the game, and when he's all said and done, if it keeps trending in his career, and hopefully for his sake he stays healthy and all, all things go, and he keeps – you know, putting up amazing numbers, all these gaudy numbers, he's going to go down, you know, 15 years down the line, a Hall of Famer. But point being, he's had a different quarterback, a different style of a quarterback. He's had Josh Allen. Now he's got Daniel Jones, more of a pocket passer. So he kind of 
is going to know that going into the game and know that, hey, I don't have Josh Allen. I can't run the ball around. Although Daniel Jones is underrated, sneaky rusher. Like I know it was talked about on the Monday Night Broadcast last week um, for when they did the uh, Cowboy and Giant game. Um, And that like they, when Daniel Jones needs to run the ball, he will run the ball. So Packers need to be prepared for that. But point being, like, Dable knows who he's got at quarterback. He knows that his play his play sheet is going to be less limited with Daniel Jones likely than it was with Josh Allen. So Packers, you have to know that going in and kind of realize that, hey, there's some limitations with um, Daniel Jones and we need to make, make life tough on him and, um, and, and that. So – they're going to want to load the box. And I think a big part of it, it's going to come down to the Giants offensive line. Are they going to block well? Are they going to, are they going to blow some holes open for Barkley, even though the Packers are stacking the box? So that's going to be a huge thing. If it, if they are, then the Giants will probably continue to run the ball and continue to, to, to do that because they have Barkley and Barkley going into this game um, is the leading rusher because tonight's game with the field goal, Snooze fest, no offense, but the field goal snooze fest that went on in Denver on Thursday night football, the the rushers, um, Jonathan Taylor, who might have been the leading rusher, but he's off kind of kind of a slow start. Um, he was hurt, and unfortunately, and the the other rushers were backup rushers turned starters. So um, I was at work during that during that game. Uh, I know Mark saw it, but um, going into this one, Saquon will be the leading rusher in the in the NFL. I know that's. Small sample size. We just started week five, but they're going to want to run the ball. And um, I would expect maybe an underrated factor two to this game is the Giants. I know that they're three and one, so they're the same record as the Packers, but let's be honest, they're the underdog. So maybe Dable tries some trick plays um, on the Packers, kind of catches their defense off guard. Um, he's kind of an innovative play caller. He, he knows his way around the block offensively calling plays um, as he did so well with the Bills. And maybe, you know, we saw in, in a game earlier this year that he, um, against the Titans, he went for two and they got and they won. So maybe there's an instance where they go for two and, and they, they try some of that because they know it's going to be tough against Rodgers. They're going to need to make things. They're going to basically need to, go all hands on deck, pull all the stops to, to get this done and against the Packers. Because the Packers are they're they're the favorite, let's be honest. They have Rodgers, they have the better quarterback. They have they have the better team probably you could say. Um especially the Giants will be out with some of their top receivers. So um Packers Packers everybody's gonna pick the Packers going into this one. And unless you're you're a better and and you know you, you want to win some money and, and you want to go against the green and pick the Giants. But all, all that you know, knowledgeable fans of the NFL who are picking with their, you know, head on head, in in their smarts, will pick the Packers. Unless you're a Giants fan, you know, if you're a, just a, any going like, if you're smart, you're gonna pick the Packers. I, I don't think that there's a question there, right, Mark? That's correct. The Packers are favored in this game, and I believe they should be. So yeah, that's 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 how it's how they're favored, and um, I'd be shocked if they lost. Um, I'd say probably a, a 
31-20, win for the Packers, two possessions. Um, I would hope, you know, you would think, oh, they're going to blow the Giants out. But I think that, you know, the the masterminds of, of Dable and, and Link Martindale um, offensively and defensively, I know that, you know, coaches can't play. But much like last week when Belichick was a mastermind, I know that these are, you know, they're not Belichick's level because Belichick is amazing and Dable's kind of still proving himself, stuff like that. But Dable's a well-respected guy and he's he's going to, you know, have a game plan going into this one. And um, it'll be interesting to see if the Giants get the ball first, What what's, what's kind of the play script. Because as teams, you always have scripted plays and you have, you know, top 15 plays are, are going your script. And then after that, you kind of are, you know, all on your own, you're, you're, you're adjusting, you're, you're going off, you know, how's the game going? How's the flow going? Stuff like that. So for both teams, it'll be interesting to see what their scripted plays are initially, and then how the adjustment is. Um, so I would say Packers win this by two scores, at least. Um, I think that the, the Giants, I think that there's a lot of fluky factors that kind of play into the Giants keeping this one a little bit close early on and then the Packers pull away late. Um, if you're a Packer fan, you would love a blowout, but I think that um, even though the Giants are out some of their top receivers, they still got Barkley. Um, their defense isn't amazing, but I think that they do have some talent on that side of the ball. Um, that's that's kind of untapped. So hopefully the they, they kind of wait a little bit, not that they're going to intentionally wait because they're going to want to beat the Packers, but I think for Packers fans' sake, you want them to wait on that a week till the Packers are done playing them because I know that they have KB on Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence. They have um, guys on the defensive end that can make things tough um, on offenses. I know that they don't have great corners, so the Packers should be able to exploit that. But the Giants have a really good blitz defense. So if the Packers aren't able to get – if Rodgers, one of Rodgers is – now, we love Rodgers, but one of his, his faults over his career, and you could say it's, you know, is okay because he's trying to make the best decision. He's not trying to throw it up and force turnovers. Or you could say he needs to get the ball out of his hands quicker. And if Rodgers doesn't do that against the Blitz, then he's going to get sacked. So um, if, if the Giants Blitz gets home, and we know Blink Marndale loves to Blitz. So I think that's another key, too, in this one is, is the Packers offensive line up to the task? They've been so far up to the task. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna be tested this week against a defense that for, for the most part's gonna blitz. That's that's the identity of Don Malink Mardale. That's how he's made his money. That's how he's built a great resume, a, a great um, you know, coaching career, you know, with the Ravens like he had some really good defenses with the Ravens, and you got to give him credit because he's a really good defensive mind. So um, nice with the Giants. So, Mark, as we wrap up, what's kind of your take on the game, prediction overall, um, and then we'll kind of wrap up. Yeah, so um, just a few other things quickly. Um, with Packers on defense, um, yeah, like we're saying, Adam, the Giants are going to be missing – Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony, their top receivers. So I really like how the Packers secondary matches up against them. And I uh, want to shout out Rashawn Gary is having a great year playing at all pro level. I think he should have another big game. Giants offensive line has not been great at 
uh, protecting the quarterback. So I think not only Rashawn Gary, but also Preston Smith, Kenny Clark, some other guys should be able to get some sacks. We would love if Joe Barry brings more aggression uh, to defending the run game and stop having the secondary plays so far back when he knows that the other team is at run. So we please, Joe Barry, please listen to us on that. I know we're not as smart as Joe Barry as far as defensive coordinator, but I'm just saying, I think that would be good if they maybe committed some more people to the run game. Um, but otherwise, and one, the last thing with the practice on defense, um, try to get some turnovers, try to get Daniel Jones to throw some interceptions, to, to fumble the ball. He has had a lot of problems with turnovers his first few years, and I think that's one of the reasons why the Giants aren't really sure if they want to keep him or not, because those really hurt you. And um, I think I think the last time the Packers played Daniel Jones a few years ago, they got several interceptions. So hopefully they can do that again. And I think the Packers should win this game uh, 27-13. I think they'll be able to move the ball pretty well against the Giants secondary as long as they hold up on the offensive line. And I think Aaron Jones can make some things happen in the run game. Like he's been doing, he's been on fire this season. And, um, yeah, I think I think uh, that the defense should do pretty well. Saquon might have some nice runs here and there, but as long as you're not letting him get the big one where he's ripping off, you know, 65 or 70-yard touchdown runs, I think it will be fine. And um, special teams, we haven't talked about that yet, but, both teams are pretty even in special teams-wise, so I think the more veteran and talented Premier Packers should win this game 27-13. Of course, Big A, we, we run the game with the Packers. Sometimes when you think they're not, when you think they're going to have no chance at all, they surprise you and they win, but sometimes when you're like, oh, they got this in the bag, it ends up being very close, and sometimes they lose. So, well, and so far, so far this year, in our defense, the Packers haven't, like, last week you, you would think that anyone would think that, hey, they're at home, they're going to beat the Patriots. Then the week before, they're, they're going to beat the Bears. Um, and then, you know, even even in the opener against the Vikings, like, they, it, it was kind of a toss-up is, 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 is where the game would go. And, and, and I guess the week before, sorry, uh, correction, the week before the Patriots was the Buccaneers and then the Bears. So I guess the only toss-up one was the Vikings and and, and the Buccaneers. Um, but those those the Buccaneers, you could easily see somebody picking the Packers because um, just because I don't know Brady kind of in that game he was out some of his top weapons and he you know Packers defense made it tough on him and you could see you know both both teams are really good both teams are expected to be in the playoffs both teams are expected to play for the going to the Super Bowl. So in that scenario, you could see, hey, it could go either way. And then against the Vikings, it's the first game of the season. There's a lot of unknown. So um, one other thing, Big A, so one yeah. other thing, and then I'll let you finish. I just want, I think this is pretty cool. So right now, overall, the Packers and Bears are both tied at 785 wins in their team's history. If the Packers were to win Sunday and the Bears lose, the Packers would have the lead in the NFL for most wins all time. So, wow, crazy! Keep an eye out for that. That's crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it should be a fun one in London. Um, I, you know, 
hope all you listeners enjoy the game and um you know whoever you are if you're a giants fan listening um you know cheer on your team if you're a packers fan go pack go so um we appreciate all you listeners out there um trying to grow this podcast as much as possible listening support's been great so far looking forward to keeping it continued and looking forward to cranking out more nfl styled episodes um going forward uh the best way to um get a hold of it is subscribe it's available on like seven or eight platforms so pretty much anywhere you get your podcast you can find it just search big a sports show even if you do a google search big a sports show it'll pop up um and you can listen archives it's always available in the archives um as well if you want to listen to any past content and um buck season's coming up too so we'll be having some bucks content out coming out um badgers football season's in full swing so they made the coaching change with paul christ um now they're on to jimmy leonard um so that's kind of the story there they're they're off to kind of an underwhelming start which kind of led to the coaching move um but still a very good career by coach christ um with the badgers very good tenure we'll see if he gets another head coaching job hopefully for his sake he can land on his feet he's a you know really good coach just was kind of there's different factors that played in him getting let go so um so yeah um that's kind of how it is with with the badgers and you know hopefully jimmy leonard can can do some good things with them so we have postseason baseball unfortunately the brewers didn't make the playoffs but hey they'll be back all you brewer fans don't worry i'm very disappointed by their season as well but um they'll be back in the future hopefully next year um they have a lot of good, good, good guys in their team. Just kind of had a few lapses throughout the season, but that's kind of a, a big over overlook of the of the Wisconsin sports field. Uh, Badgers basketball heating up soon as well. So looking forward to all that content on Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Anano. Thank you all for listening.